good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are. Good day. <laughs> it's your boy again. Um, I decided that since I have nothing to do at the moment, perhaps it would be fun to just turn on my microphone again and see what comes out of my mouth. Um, so, um, if you are uh, a regular listener of this podcast, first of all, you're either my girlfriend or one of, one of my online friends. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, what can I talk about today? You know, I don't know why, but ever since yesterday morning, I've been having a tremendous creative streak. And it all started with um, a tweet that I found on my timeline. So um, I follow this community on Twitter, the writing community. Great place, great place. Uh, you know, it's, it's always nice to see other people having the same passion for the same thing uh, as you do. So it's, it's a great place to be. Because of the writing community, I've made a few new friends and I've gained a lot of followers. And, I mean, not that those followers on Twitter actually like my stuff, but that's that's fine. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no, I'm I'm really not. <laughs> it may sound like I'm bitter about it, but I'm not. Like I, I create stuff all the time, and the truth of the matter is, is that often the things I make go quite unnoticed. But I don't create stuff just because I want to be noticed by people. I create stuff because I want to be remembered. And if I'm not remembered by people that I don't know, well, that's fine. But Like, I, I want to be remembered. Uh, let me say it like this. I want my girlfriend to remember me. I want my parents to remember me. I want my future children and the rest of my family to remember me. And by creating things, I am working on this footprint that I can leave behind once I expire. <laughs> and you know, as of right now, my biggest fan is my girlfriend. She. Um, she listens to every podcast episode that I release. And by the way, hey, honey, I'm recording another one right now. <laughs> and, you know, it's great. Uh, and, of course, I, it, it's always fun to see when um, my podcast episodes uh, reach views in the tens. But as things are right now, I'm happy enough. And I'm always... I'll always be happy with growth, but, you know, things like this take time. And you shouldn't expect um, to 
reach success without putting work into it. And speaking of putting work into it, um, so as you may know, um, I am using a special app to create my podcast. Um, if you are li- if you're listening uh, on this app directly, then you already know what I'm talking about. But if you are listening uh, to this podcast on Spotify or Stitcher or any other streaming uh, platform, uh, you may not notice, but I am using this app called Anchor, and Anchor is is a it's a great app. It's it's really uh, helping me uh, create. It it's 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 really helping me uh, sustain this 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 hobby of mine, which is all great. Um, but th- there's this one feature of the app that I haven't really explored yet up until now, and that is planning episodes. You see. Podcasting, as of right now, is merely a hobby of mine. And because of that, I only do this when I have the time. And, you know, I'm a student, and I am in college right now, following an education, trying to become an English teacher, which is all fun and such. But because of that... I don't have that much free time. Like, I I have free time on the weekends and because of my internship only lasting uh, till, what, two o'clock or something, mostly, um, that means that I can uh, be home at uh, at an agreeable hour, so to say. And because of that, I do have snippets of time where I don't have to immediately focus on all the homework that I have. And uh, because of that, I can do stuff and I can work on my podcast or write, write short stories or poems or whatever. But back to my podcast, um, what I usually did was that I just recorded whatever I wanted, which in the beginning was mostly either poetry or short stories or anything else that I had written down. And uh, so I record that and I'd upload it on the same day that I recorded it. But because of this, my (laughs) upload schedule was very, well, it wasn't a schedule. You know, you'd have uh, weeks where I'd upload like maybe two, three or four episodes in a quick succession. And then you wouldn't hear from me for months. Like for months, my my podcast would be put on hold because suddenly uh, real life started knocking on my door asking for my attention again. Um, but here's where... Um, Anchor really, really helps me out. So as of late, I discovered um, that you can uh, upload whatever you make at a different day than the day you 
recorded your stuff. And that is such a simple feature, but it can really help me now with um, creating a sense of routine and with hopefully creating a steady fan base because there were times where I actually gained some interest uh, from people all over the world. Hang on. I re uh, is it still recording? It's still recording. Great. So you can see this, of course. But, uh, oh, uh, I just opened my Anchor app and I see that uh, another person has given my latest episode a listen. So that's great. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about is that with the Anchor app, uh, you can not only see how many times your podcast has been listened to, but you can also see, and this, this is one of the favorite, my favorite features on the app, you can also see where your audience is coming from. And the fun thing is, like, I'm from the Netherlands. Um, if my accent didn't give it away, uh, great. But I'm, I'm, I'm born and raised in Holland. But the fun thing is, 50% of my audience comes from America. Which, which, which is awesome because, you know, I, uh, as you can hear, I'm really trying to sound like an American. Um, and the fact that Native Americans, I, I mean, people who were born and raised in America, not just Native Americans. <laughs> but the fact that Americans want to listen in, that's awesome. And then you have 40% of my audience coming from the Netherlands, which, duh. I mean, a big part of that, of that audience is just my girlfriend. <laughs> then you have 2% from the UK, which is relatively close to the Netherlands, uh, geographically speaking. So that's also logical. But now things are starting to get a little wild. Ooh, the neighbors are having a fight again. I don't know if you can hear it, but my, I have Polish neighbors, and they're quite loud. <laughs> and right now, I can hear the mother screaming to either her husband or her children. Oy. Oh, well. Anyway, what I wanted to say was that my audience is from all over the world. So not just America and Holland and the UK, but apparently, I also have people from India listening to my stuff and Pakistan and Portugal South Africa Japan Saudi Arabia and Denmark people like people from all over the world somehow found their way to my little neck of the woods and decided to give me a listen isn't that awesome like, not so long ago, there would have been no way for me to reach such a far-reaching audience. But with current technology, I can. Anyway, I feel like I've gone on a tangent. Like, I, I feel as if I want to talk about something else, but end up talking about how, where the people come from.
the, the, the people that listen to my podcast. Anyway, something else then. Mm, let's talk about how, about how my day went. It went great, actually. Um, so on Wednesdays, I uh, do my internship. Um, but it's a little different from Tuesdays and Thursdays. You see, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, I teach IT kids. Well, not kids. They either <laughs> they either nearing eighteen or over eighteen, but you know, uh, in our profession we call them learners. So I teach IT learners, which means that I usually teach a lot of boys. But um, and and uh, uh, Tuesdays. And first days are relatively long. I mean, I, I don't have to sit uh, at school until five. So that's great. But, you know, if, if you just compare it to Wednesday, I'm, 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 I'm working some hours. <laughs> but on Wednesday, um, I don't teach the IT kids uh, on Wednesday. Um, me and my um, my guide, so to speak, uh, Dennis. Uh, I mentioned him before. Uh, on Wednesday, he and I teach um, what we call in Dutch Fafo. Now, I don't know what the uh, English equivalent is of Fafo, but off the top of my head, and considering what Fafo actually is, uh, I think what uh, Favo can be best uh, compared to, I think, is community college. Uh, it's it's probably not a hundred percent correct um, comparison, but off the top of my head, it's the um, only comparison I can make. Anyway, the point is, when you teach Favo, you basically teach. Um, uh, adults or people who are nearing adulthood um, who have either finished or dropped out of um, not lower education, I don't like that term, uh, practical education and are trying to bridge the gap between you know, uh, practical education and uh, not 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 higher education, theoretical education. All right, let me go on a tangent here. Um, in Dutch, we have this thing called lager onderwijs and hoger onderwijs. Lager means lower, hoger means higher. And I really hate that analogy because that. I really hate that phrasing because <clears throat> when you do lager onderwijs uh, or lower education in the Netherlands, that basically means that you follow an education that is centered around the very practical subject. So let's say maybe you're in education to become a baker or a hairdresser or a construction worker or just something that requires 
physical effort, right? And that's what we call in lager onderwijs. And then you have hoger onderwijs. Uh, and in the Netherlands, hoger onderwijs comes in two levels. You have HBO, uh, which stands for hoger beroepsonderwijs. Uh, which if you translate it literally, it would say higher job education. But um, the correct term for HBO in English is University of Applied Sciences. And above that, you have university. Now, Dutch university and English university, and with English I mean both UK and America, it boils down to the same thing. It's just when you when you join university, you're basically going there because you're a smart boy or a smart girl, and you uh, follow courses that don't really or really don't <laughs> uh, focus on uh, any physical labor, and focuses more on the enrichment of your mind. Uh, think psychology or think uh, English studies such and such. Uh, and then with uh, what I do, HBO, HBO, or University of Applied Sciences, it's basically um, a mash of the, a mis mishmash of the two. Because when, uh, while I'm doing HBO, I do get some uh, intellectual enrichment, so to say. So I do follow classes that uh, that give me the opportunity to learn things. Learning things as in the sense of learning to know things. So let's say literature or English language studies, such as linguistics, such and such. But that's only a part of the edu of HBO education. You see, I am studying to become an English teacher. And because of that, I don't only sit at the benches and listen to my teacher speak, but I also get to go out in the world and teach to people myself. So then you have a mixture of, you know, the practical part of it and the theoretical part of it. You put them together, boom, you, you, you basically have what I'm doing right now. But where, what was I actually talking about? Oh yeah, the connotation of hoger and lager onderwijs. So here's the thing. Because we call lager onderwijs, lager onderwijs, lower education, because we give it that name, it gives the implication that if you're doing lower education, that you're less than those who are doing higher education. And I don't usually swear on my podcast, but I'm going to make an exception this time because I find that bullshit. Okay. You know what? I'm going to say it again. I find that bullshit. And Here's why. Let's say you're a guy fresh off of a university. 
you're hella smart. You can talk, let's say you majored in history. Great. You have knowledge about our human history, which helps you, you know, teach uh, future generations not to make the same screw-ups that our ancestors did. And you can, you know, use your historical knowledge to shine a light on current-day politics and current-day events and current-day whatever. Great. Very awesome. Good for you. And I'm and I'm not saying that in a sarcastic way. I'm really happy if you, for you, if if you've majored from a university or whatever. But imagine one day where you're sitting in your house, and something breaks. Let's say the plumbing to your toilet breaks. Now that's a shitty situation, literally. Now chances are that theoretically. Theoretical wise, you are great. You are, let's say, well endowed. I know the phrase "well endowed" is usually used in another context, but I don't really know what what other word to use right now because I am not using a script, as you can hear. But anyway, so you have you have big brain, but you have no clue how to fix your toilet. So who do you call? Your plumber. Now, just because your plumber doesn't know anything about human history, does that mean that he has less worth than you? Of course not. He may not be able to defeat you in a debate about the ethics of the current president of the United States compared to presidents of the past, but he can fix your damn toilet. And they may and that may not mean much to you right now. But I can guarantee you it will mean something to you once your toilet breaks. And that's why I really hate hate it that we uh, that we here in the Netherlands call theoret uh, or practical education lower education because there's nothing low about having practical knowledge like let's take my girlfriend's father my wait how do you say it again not not step father-in-law there we go i mean my girlfriend and i aren't married yet but let's just call him my father-in-law my father-in-law he can barely read uh, his like intelli- intelligence wise when it comes to theoretical knowledge he is so low on the IQ skill that he's bordering uh how do you say that uh let me think okay this this is the part where you can re- where you can really realize that I'm not a native speaker um Okay, I'm just going to say it like this. He has an intelligence deficiency. He's not really smart. And that's perfectly fine. He's still a great guy. And you know why he's still a great guy? One, he really takes care of his family. So he takes care of his wife and he takes care of his daughter, my girlfriend. Which is always an admirable trait in any person who takes care of their family. But... 
He may have a hard time reading and writing and maybe even speaking, but he can take one look at a floor, a busted up floor, and he can, without a second thought, accurately guess what the dimensions and the measurements are of the floor and what materials he needs to buy in order to fix the floor. He is a master in rewiring and just wiring in general. He, he knows how to fix things. He knows how to... And this is also something. He knows how to bargain with people when it comes to... Uh, acquiring stuff and with stuff I mostly mean like floorboards or um, certain parts for a bed what have you he is great at that now just because his IQ isn't so high does that mean that we should call him stupid or dumb I mean my mother-in-law does but <laughs> I wouldn't because what my mother-in-law also knows is that when something in the house is busted or gets or 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 gets damaged she won't know how to fix it i won't know how to fix it but my father-in-law does know how to fix it and because of that i always try to refrain from using the phrase lower and higher education. Because of that, I always say you're either practical or you're theoretical. And both, or, or being either, is perfectly fine. Just because I can best you in a debate doesn't mean that I'm better than you. And just because you can fix my house in ways that I will never will be able to doesn't mean that you're better than me. If there is anything you might want to take away from this episode, ladies and gentlemen, it's just this very simple but often forgotten fact of life. We're all human and we're all different. We're all bad at something and we're all good at something. But whatever which way we are and whatever we're good or bad at, we're all people. We may not be the same, but the treatment we, sh we give each other should be. And I guess I have nothing more to say for now. So see you in the next one. <laughs>